it's always hard to kind of not to give up. So, but I would say I was kind of keep trying to find the right solution. But during that time, um, I did a good thing. I decided to uh, invest into building a community. And I think that's what fueled up uh, our current growth and acceleration. We all strive for more nowadays, more traffic, more revenue, more growth. In this never-ending battle for more, it's easy to forget what's important. So what is important? Building real relationships with real humans and trying to be better each day without caring quite so much about getting more. After all, by building real and meaningful relationships, you'll have way more than you ever need. The SaaS SEO Show is a platform for meaningful connections and honest conversations with people who are real, hardworking practitioners and high performers in the SaaS industry. We're here to learn and get inspired by them, and we hope you do too. Now, here's your host, George Cassiotis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SaaS SEO Show. It's your host, George Cassiotis, and today I'm really excited to be joined by a good partner, and above all, a friend, uh, Alexandra Dotsalova. Um, and uh, we are going to be discussing very interesting things around link building and uh, how uh, you should approach the topic of um, guest posting and uh, building um, authority um, for your website through acquiring uh, high uh, quality and valuable backings. Alexandra, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. I just appreciate that. Well, um, so well, always love um, to chat about link building. Well, I have to say that my heart always skips a bit when I hear the word link building. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Might be a professional one. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So the first thing that I like to ask. Uh, you are leading uh, an agency, uh, Digital Olympus, and you are a link building agency, okay, primarily a link building agency. And I remember that uh, we, we met sometime in 2020, um, and, which is not you know, uh, a long ago, but back then, if I remember uh, correctly, you were about two, three people uh, at, the agency, at the agency, and right now, um, within this short, very short time frame, you're about... Uh, 15 plus uh, people, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I'd like to ask, first of all, obviously, uh, what you guys do, uh, what, uh, what uh, Digital Olympus is and what you guys do. And then I'm very curious, you know, what fueled that growth within such a short time frame for you guys? Okay, so uh, let me start, like, you know, well, uh, Put a step back, I would say, and say that, um, so everything I think like, you know, when it comes to my personal solo journey as a business owner, um, I guess started more than six years ago. And I have to say that it wasn't really a very successful journey uh, at the very beginning. So I've been just, you know, failing and trying mostly, not really succeeding. Um, and I think Digital Olympus, uh, as we see it right now, it just sums up all those, um, like, you know, tough uh, six years that uh, I've been just, you know, trying and not giving up. 
because I think the main thing in our entrepreneur journey is that you need to keep trying and uh, to keep like you know looking for new opportunities even though sometimes it's not only hard because of I don't know like your financial situation or any, anything like that it's more very it, it, it's more on an emotional side it's always hard to kind of not to give up so but I would say I was kind of keep trying to find the right solution but during that time um, I did a good thing I decided to uh, invest into building a community and I think that's what fueled up uh, our current growth and acceleration so we uh, even though as an agency we are very young and we are just babies uh yeah i i consider digital Olympus as, as a kid in terms of not like you know my kid but as a kid in terms of like you know well first of all you're a baby then you're like you know growing up a little then yeah. you're a teenager and so on like you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. a company like a journey in terms of like comparing a human journey um versus a company journey uh so and um i guess yeah that that that's what most probably differentiates us from the rest of other agencies and Digital Olympus initially it was a conference right now it has at the same time an agency and conference uh, but yeah uh, before that we were just a conference okay, and so before that we were just like a community so you started as a uh, community uh, then mm -hmm. conference um, and Obviously, then, yeah, uh, we were like kind of. Uh, I want to point out we were kind of a very useless community because we had no idea how to monetize this. So we were kind of okay. I see. <laughs> very, yeah. very, 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 very weight community. Okay, I see. But it all started from that, yeah, like building a, a community around uh, things that had to do with link building, I guess, or all around no it like was just SEO a generic one digital marketing and yeah you know. just a generic one in our situation but one more time i don't think there's uh, um a, 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 a something that uh, you need to follow because everyone i know that everyone is looking for uh, a fast track here in business but I, I i don't think that's something you need to copy because it was like more like something that like, you know, during experiments, trial and error, that's something that happened. So not, no, no plans at all. Okay, I see. Uh, yeah, but I'd like to, to dive a bit deeper into that and try to understand what mm -hmm. led you to take the make the decision to start an agency. Because you could do other mm -hmm. things. Like, I don't know, since you had the community already, you could, for example, sell, sell online courses or, um, you know, yeah, we thought about this. Yeah, something in this line, sure. in those lines. Yeah. So I'd like to know what essentially made you say that, mm -hmm. okay, let's try at least in the beginning uh, to uh, see how this could work as a, as a link building mm -hmm. uh, service, as a link building agency. Okay, so basically we've been trying to monetize not only our community, but our connections. So during that, uh, like, you know, uh, the last six, seven years, we really built a big network and people that we know. And I thought, okay, uh, what can be an option of using those connections, basically? And uh, link building comes 
very natural in, in, in kind of that situation. I don't really remember exactly when we decided to kind of give it a try. Uh, most probably that was maybe two years ago because we, I always, I always kind of, I am that type of a business owner that was pointing, um, announcing anything. I just, not just because I, I, I'm afraid of something, but I'm more afraid that that's real. I mean, like, I I'm see, always yeah. like, you know, <laughs> kind of trying to double check that that's really happening with me. I had the, so same, most thing. I had yeah. the same thing for the SaaS SEO. So I, I remember that, like, we were discussing it a lot internally. Uh, are we going to mm -hmm. do this? Uh, how is it, even for the name, you know, how is uh -huh. this going to sound? And we were debating on many things, such as the fact that do we have to uh, do it, um, call it uh, success or so, uh, or do something uh, different that's not so focused on uh, contest or strategies for SaaS. Uh, mm -hmm. But I realized that when you, uh, as you correctly put it, when you announce it, it's kind of becoming real, even if you haven't started yet. Yeah. So also you, you might be like, you know, it's really easy to announce something, but then failed. So I always kind of trying to skip. That. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, all my previous history tells me that failing uh, like, you know, failures, that's a part of my journey. Yeah. Well, I am okay with that. I'm not trying to say that I'm not really kind of, I don't know, like a person that's always failing, but I understand that that might happen. And I used to be in different situations, like any, any business owner, any person that does something related to business. I've been into different situations that actually taught me uh, something uh, very important that sometimes um, postponing, not always, like, you know, not, it, it, it might, like, you know, then, like, first you learn that you need to kind of get it slow and not really to be um, too fast. Yeah. But once you're getting into that and you're really growing and you see that your business, like, you know, reaching new uh, heights, you need to kind of get rid of this pattern, behavioral pattern. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still kind of trying to get rid of it because I, I'm kind of blocking a lot of process in our company because I, I always kind of postponing. I think that to we, make we uh, all final decision, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Extent. yeah. So, uh, but as 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 you mentioned, like as a, as the as the person who is leading the effort and who is leading the company, yeah, you should uh, lead by example and say that you know what, uh, if we can do something and finish with this something today, let's let's do it. Um, yeah, it it also um, brings a lot of responsibility because uh, I. I kind of I'm that type of business owner that thinks a lot about people that work for me and I'm responsible uh, for like you know for keeping our revenue streams for paying them salary um, and I'm very concerned about this that extra stress in my life I have yeah. to say because hiring someone new it's always like um, it's, it's very hard because I feel like I'm adding additional responsibilities <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, this is something that most business owners uh, have in their minds, you know. I hope uh, so, because I, I, I see a lot of, like, you know, people at least that are not so concerned about this. They just, you know, let it go, I would say, because they are more, they, they more care about their business rather than people that work for them. 
and I, I've been like kind of involved in such situations, not personally, but I, I've heard a lot of stories, I would say. I so see. I would say it's not a common scenario. Yeah, and see. maybe that's something that not really allowing us to be even more successful because while you try kind of forget about all those things and you're really like you know strictly focused on growing your business and you don't care about anything you might be way more successful most yeah. probably yeah, yeah yeah i i get your point even though i really believe that uh when you're focused on people and not just you know, employees and team members, but also partners, uh, yeah, for sure. customers, clients, everyone. Um, I think that in the long term, you will have higher uh, gains out of all this. And uh, this leads me to the next question, which is how it is like being responsible for, I don't know how many people you are right now, but I guess... Uh, 20, about, I think, yes. around 20. How it is like being responsible for 20 people and also something that's, very interesting and i'd like to discuss how it is like being three people two three people uh in 2020 and being almost 20 people now um in 2021 and uh, <laughs> i would like to see how it's like in terms of processes as well because i guess that as an agency you have to find ways to not only maintain but since you are scaling scale your mm -hmm. process and make sure that uh, this is something uh, solid Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, uh, I have to say that when you have um, when when you have uh, the number of people that work for your company not more than ten, then you can manage everyone directly. Basically, uh, once you have more than ten, it's like in an army. You need to create separate groups. Basically, uh, following this logic, uh, also this. Uh, I think in digital Olympus that happened quite naturally. So we started to create, well, I started to create those groups based on some um, similar characteristic, I would say. So uh, in our case, that was industries. So basically we created divisions. Um, but um, the, the main, um, uh, the main struggle for us was that I'm more, well, I, I couldn't say, I can't say that I don't like managers, but with, like, you know, before some time and still right now, we are still, we've been trying to be, like, you know, avoiding managers. So, but I think um, at the moment we come to a point that we need uh, to have, like, kind of team leaders and we have them. And so far, the biggest challenge um, is to hire new, let's say, like team leaders for some uh, groups uh, of link builders, for some divisions of link building. Uh, because um, uh, I would say it's, uh, it's very hard to hire a, a decent link builder that... Uh, that we would like you know not only looking at the process how we look at it in terms of like you know different uh, processes and different um i would say angles uh, yeah angles and as to how building like, is done yeah 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 how building is delivered but it's more about like you know also uh trying to find uh, just people that will also feel fit your 
uh, company's culture. Yeah, yeah. And we are right now, we are right now, I think, um, actually, we hired uh, the first lady for, for our human resources department. She will join us next month because we are liking this. Uh, we'd love to build like kind of not only a brand as digital emphasis and in building agency, but also as a place where you'd love to work at. And so you, 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 you have something to show. And basically, we need to kind of standardize all those things. So people kind of like, you know, pause because I don't know, do you have a lot of employees that work remotely or they are all based in Greece? That, that's a question to you. We, we, are, we all work uh, remotely, yeah. Uh, we have people okay. here in Greece, but in different cities. Uh, but we also mm -hmm. have people in London. We have uh, at one of our team members is, I think, somewhere in Indonesia or something like that. Uh, she's from England, but she's living in uh, Indonesia. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we are not uh, based. In, in Greece or we, we don't so have you, you understand like you know my struggle right now that all people they are kind of uh, working remotely so basically we don't really have too many chances to meet face to face but we do this actually we did this in July so we kind of we brought the whole digital Olympus team to one place and we worked together for one week that that's the next time we are going to meet in November December so we do this on a quarterly basis because I feel that this really helps us. But one more time, when you join a, a team of, let's say, like individual that all work um, in different places, you don't really feel any connections. So you, it's very hard to build some kind of bonds. And um, you need something, most probably you need some documentation, you need some even like, you know, photos that you can look through in order to understand what kind of people work at this company. So you, you kind of better understand their feelings as well, because empathy is very important okay. when you communicate with other people and when you understand better what they love or they dislove. And yeah, yeah, I, I, th this really helps. I understand um, what you're saying and it, it makes perfect sense. Like nothing can replace, I would say, this human touch and um, communication. Um, and obviously remote is great, but it has its own like difficulties and um, yeah. it's not for everyone, I guess. Uh, I would like to shift gears a bit and discuss about, focus a bit more on uh, the link building aspect of uh, Digital Olympus. Now, Let's say um, we have people in the audience who don't know, uh, you know, a thing about link building. Okay, so how would you describe link building to a person uh, who doesn't know? Okay, and they want to know what is that Digital Olympus and other, you know, service providers and link builders uh, are doing uh, on on a website. How would you describe that? Oh, that's very hard because uh, I guess we used to had this conversation with some employees because some of our, my colleagues they they need to explain this to actually to their family what they do <laughs> so we kind of came up with the following definition which might be not really in uh, business related i would say most probably for businesses i would come up with something uh, more solid more related to just you know uh, to what they do but uh, let's imagine that, like, you know, you know what is newspapers, basically. So what we do, basically, we allocate uh, 
mentions of companies in newspapers and any like you know printable media outlets and that's what we do that was before the rise of the internet most probably that was including before that <laughs> okay that's a, that's an interesting analogy i haven't heard uh, yeah also you, know, you can use one more um so basically it's similar to kind of um i would say links can be considered as recommendations so you have your neighborhood and you make sure that people that live your neighbor in your neighborhood, they know about you and they casually recommend you. Okay, I because, see. Because uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's like if you consider websites as, as your neighbors and basically website that create a neighborhood about, around your business. And they actually, they recommend because that's uh, recommends your website because if you link to something, basically you say, this is solid. This is a trustworthy page, and that's the reason why I had to link back to this page. And that's how Google actually uh, looks at this. In a, in a nutshell, for sure, it's, it's way more complex, but if kind of put all the uh, complex things aside and look at this in a very simple way, I would say something like this. That's the reason why your neighborhood should be very solid and should be relevant and quality. Yeah, yeah. I see. I like this analogy as well. Uh, of course, here a question could be, you know, why, why is this important, you know? And obviously, since we are talking about um, an action that I guess helps uh, in getting higher rankings, for example, mm -hmm. uh, higher positions for terms that are of interest to mm -hmm. you, someone could ask, okay, uh, we can invest that, but, and we can hire uh, an agency, mm -hmm. but can't we? build this operation in-house and i'm only saying that because both uh, you and i we have conversations with founders um you know mm -hmm. on, a, on a weekly basis or even on a daily basis i would say and uh, i remember the uh, it was a couple of weeks ago i mm -hmm. had um a conversation with a founder of a SaaS company that's mm -hmm. growing really really fast okay and part of their growth I would say the, the biggest part, because he shared with me the data, actually, he shared with me um, his screen from Google Analytics, and he showed me that, you know, this is what's happening. Uh, we acquire a lot, the vast majority of our uh, new uh, users and paying customers from organic search. And part yes. of that is a link building operation that they have built in-house. Okay? And so we had the discussion whether you should do that in-house or you should outsource it uh, to a freelance uh, link builder or an agency. And I would like to hear your thoughts because I know that this is something, and I guess uh, I'd like to hear from you as well, that people have in mind when they are engaged in a conversation around link building. So uh, first of all, I have to say nothing. Uh, if you have a really, if you have an opportunity or you've already built a good in-house link building team, Nothing can be better than this because those people really know your business. And if they are really good link builders, uh, they, they are way more interested in building um, uh, top, like, you know, not only quality links, I would say, but the best of the best. Because one more time, while, like, you know, here we are Digital Olympus and some other agencies, 
they are well let's say we are all interested in building uh, quality links back to our clients we don't really just you know have the, the time and resource to kind of do that very precisely because we are not there in place and we are not really motivated i mean like we are motivated but we are not as motivated as in place yeah i get it but still like don't you think as i see it and this is by mm -hmm. the way our recommendation to our clients as well okay you have a uh, uh an operation around link building mm -hmm. in house that's great but you know this obviously if you have the budget and you can afford the service this doesn't stop you uh, can't stop you from hiring an agency as well because as i see yeah. it um, and we have worked together and i've seen your the quality of your work and how fast you are able to deliver having an agency is like allows you to get things off the ground faster you know yes, uh, you don't right. have to onboard people to train them to set up processes to show them how to use a cold outreach tool to how to show them how to do prospecting and things like that while with an agency in most cases i hope it's plug and play I, we bring uh, you guys on board and that's it we don't have to explain many things rather than i guess what are our target pages yeah uh, well like everything if you have pros you have cons as well like everything in this life so yeah for sure you're right so first of all I would love to say about uh, like timing if you like you know even if you have a really good um, uh, link building team in-house and we have clients actually that have their own in-house link building teams they they might still not be in a position of doing some particular uh, tasks so for instance building links to commercial pages which is the biggest struggle actually so while you might be very successful when it comes to pitching and getting links back to some informational pages you might be stuck with the, the commercial ones because you don't know what kind of angle you need to take you don't have the right relationships which is very important here um, while also, um, well, it makes sense to mention scalability. So while you hire an agency, and let's assume that this agency has a, a good number of uh, employees, ACOs, or link builders, and they, they do outreach on a daily basis, and they kind of, uh, they, they can bring you more opportunities, basically. So this really kind of scales everything uh, especially if you need i don't know if we are not talking but, but one more time it's always like kind of very questionable because i recently had like you know as for i just wanna while scalability is very important i want to circle back to a thing that actually triggered me about costs because you also mentioned this yeah. Uh, so and actually it's not necessarily always that your link builder is um way more effective and productive than an agency because and, and then 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 what you are going to pay to an agency because um i recently had a chat with a person that uh told me and, and in fact he was very proud the link builder and house link builder he was proud of this number he told me that uh this he he, he is one of the best link builders in this company and he he can build uh, up to 40 links um is this per week or per, per month per month per month per month, sure, okay. per month. 
But I have to say that our very best lean builders is capable with up to 100. So I, I, it's all about <laughs> it's all about like kind of yeah. comparing and justification. Honestly, so you, both numbers both numbers look really high to me. Uh, I, I'm not into league building, so I don't know what's considered normal and acceptable, or even good or bad. But uh, both 40 and obviously 100 is uh, is really really high. Uh, I guess not for one website, but for different websites, yeah, yeah for different for sure. clients. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, for sure, that is for different clients. But one more time, it's always about also comes down to cost per lean because sometimes you even though you have a very good uh, lean building team, it might be not so um, productive and not so cost effective to keep it just because they are not capable of building um, links in. in from one side in this, uh, uh, that are not capable of building the same quality of links. From other side, uh, the cost per link is too high. It might be as well, uh, but what else? Uh, it's good to mention that when you hire an agency, you not only hire their services, but you also can learn from them. And that's what a lot of uh, our clients forget about that part. So they rarely ask any questions but they can and actually when i hire an agency i consider this not as a like you know partially as some services but mostly as uh, as, as as a way of getting into some knowledge that they've already gained in a very quick way so basically i pay for their expertise and for their knowledge i see i would say here that we uh, I guess because we are we are doing something uh, different, but we get a lot of questions from our clients on a daily basis. No, we we very rarely. So well, we kind of like you know we. Do, I guess that's due to the process. We just build links, we deliver them. They are happy with the quality, and that's very much it. Okay, that's interesting, and I guess way more you know cost effective uh, because in our case, in many cases like we have to explain and the weird thing about that is that um you mm -hmm. start to write a, a reply uh to an email that you received from a client and really in some cases the reply may be uh that you have to research something for one two hours you know and this is this is a lot of time to spend on just one uh email reply and so i'm trying to kind of make things a bit more straightforward obviously we mm -hmm. are interested in educating our our clients but at the same time we are not able to um and let me put it this way it's better for me when i see that this is a pattern or that there there is this thing that many of our clients are interested in to do a video about it to write a blog post to um, do a webinar a joint webinar with another company and to share this resource rather than you know, having to repeat the same information over and over again. Uh, but I guess that, you know, this is in, in our case. I would like to um, uh, mention something or ask something uh, based on something that you mentioned earlier uh, around uh, pages with commercial uh, value. Okay. Mm -hmm. and I would like us to make a, an assumption here, a hypothesis, and say that uh, we are uh, a SaaS company, okay, and we are a video editing software, and we mm -hmm. have... Uh, 20 different use cases right now for our product. 
And we mm-hmm. come to an agency like you, like Digital Olympus, and we ask, okay, look, we have these pages. These are the most important pages for us because we have tried them with uh, PPC and we know conversion rates, conversion rate, uh, rates are great. Uh, when people are uh, in the product, they uh, convert from uh, free to free mm-hmm. trial to, to paid and so on and so forth. So these are very important pages. Mm-hmm. What can you do to help us? I'd like, to, I'd like you, if possible, to describe the typical process uh, mm-hmm. for uh, a client who may come to you with, with uh, such a need. Yeah, so first of all, uh, we always kind of, like, you know, stress out that even though we are capable of building links to commercial pages, it all uh, depends on what kind of commercial pages they have because if it's just strictly uh, landing pages and uh, it's like, like, let's imagine it's service pages um, that are not related to services cloud solutions. So it's just like, you know, I don't know, I sell something, for instance, like an agency or like, I don't know, I'm a real estate agent or something like that. I'm a lawyer. So those pages, they are way, like, you know, it's, it's very hard to get links back to those pages and convince people to link back to them. So, uh, but one more time we work with those pages, but we always stress out that it's kind of, it's hard to get links back to those pages. Also, um, I want to say that we always ask our clients um, to add a few, at least like it might be not strictly content, like, you know, informational pages, but uh, at least like mixed intent, something like that. So that has some content on those pages. Uh, because uh, we, we, what we, we faced and that a lot of websites, and we know about that for a fact, that they don't really want to link back to commercial pages, especially, by the way, after July updates. I don't know why, but a lot of people uh, started to be very concerned about commercial pages. So this happened uh, just after July updates. Uh, and we saw, actually, that a lot of websites that uh, we are somehow connected with, they lost a lot of traffic. So um, I guess July update, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have experienced similar, similar things for some of our clients, so I can, uh, I can confirm that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So industry, like, you know, in different verticals, not only in the digital marketing, in the finance, in the IT software development, lots of things um, have changed there in terms of positions, rankings, and some traffic. Uh, um, got a serious uh, loss of traffic. Uh, so um, once we look through those pages, because that's very important for us, we need to understand what kind of pages we need to build links. So we need to kind of understand also whether it's possible to get links back to those pages. Uh, then we say, okay, so that's it. Uh, we would love to start working with you. Uh, we have uh, a list of questions that we share with the client, kind of, well, let's say, onboarding, where we try to understand better what kind of, well, for the, mo- the most important things, like what kind of, um, let's say, like industries, verticals, uh, they are interested in, because that's what defines relevant, the relevancy in our case. So because we need to understand what kind of website we need to suggest to them. 
also they do kind of very brief explanation of what they do to us and then what we ask there also uh, what kind of um, metrics they use to evaluate the quality of of sites because uh, one more time we need to be on the same page here we need to use the same metrics even though we have some internal metrics we also try to follow our planet's metrics as well because one more time there is no sense to send a website that is not matching their criteria because they are going to be frustrated we are going to be disappointed so well we are going to kind of lost our connection here so we, we'd rather just follow their requirements and if it's not possible we are going to discuss this because some people when i ask about this like they look through this document they 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 like you know starting to suggest things like you know referral traffic for instance yeah i'm like huh? <laughs> is, this, is this a thing by the way like because i think this is a kind of misconception when it comes to misconception uh, to because many people think and I have heard uh, people saying that, by the way, okay, we are going to get a link, acquire a link from this website. This is going to get us traffic as well, yeah? And I'm like, I'm not an expert in link building, but mm -hmm. I know for a fact, for a fact that it's very difficult to get referral traffic from um, a single link that you have, unless, I don't know, if the other website, the page... Something like the newsletter will happen or something like that. So something should kind of for this page, basically. Yeah, but I, th I think that from, from a link building perspective, it's, it's also good as, as a way to set expectations in the beginning of the campaign that uh, referral traffic is really difficult to acquire, yeah? Unless if the, the page where we, the referring page, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it's called mm -hmm. referring page, yeah? Uh, yeah, the referring page, unless, right? unless if the referring page is, I don't know, uh, is getting a lot of traffic so that it can pass some of that traffic to you? Well, that's actually uh, well, another misconception that we found that, like, you know, we used to think like that as well. And <laughs> this is something that seems to not happening as well. So, uh, so as for referral traffic, well, first of all, what we do, we always say that we are not digital PR agents. So we solve some other problems. We kind of, we are here to solve some other tasks. We are here to do links, which is not the same as digital PR. So if you want a referral traffic, uh, most probably, uh, you need to hire uh, a digital PR agency because they, they put your brand on, I, I don't know, on New York Times or something like that, on the New York Times. And I, I'm not pretty sure whether it's going to kind of, bring some traction or not but that, that's what i've heard from other guys that it should bring basically yeah. like you know based on uh, what i've heard so far as for uh, links uh yeah we used to like you know circling back to pages that are ranking extremely well in google so well the assumption about uh, that it, it, it most probably should bring also referral traffic back to a website that this page is referring to. But I have to say that it's wrong. Well, we at least, uh, well, most probably this page should generate tons of traffic, let's say. So if we are talking about pages that generate, like, you know, 1,000 visitors, let's say, something like that, around those numbers, not working. If we talk about pages that 
generate at least 10k most probably yes you're going to get something out of that but the next question is like e like you know we sometimes we are not really in a position of getting like you know like you know websites don't want to touch pages that are ranking extremely well in Google. so they understand those pages are bringing us traction if we start to edit this page change something it might affect our ranking yeah it totally makes so sense. you have a conflict of interest here so if you can kind of uh, persuade a website to locate a link on a page that uh, has some traffic that is possible we found that i'm more than certain that if you come to a website and just you know look through their top ranking page and say okay I want to get a link on those, even though you have very good relationship with them. Let's say like you're like, you know, close friends, business, well, I want to get a link on those, like on one of those top three traffic generated pages. Most probably they, 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 they are going to decline. Yes. They will, they will be very polite, but they will say, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense why, like they know that these pages yeah, are for sure. If, if they have like, you know, one more time sites that are getting traffic they know i think about it so they did it on purpose don't don't like you know miracles they are not happening so basically you're kind of touching very like you know the, and those uh sites they're like you know it's very hard to communicate with them when it comes to those pages because they understand the value of those pages yeah it makes sense so i guess the the only scenario that might work here that let's say you know that some websites they're right now in the middle of building uh, their visibility and if you go like you know maybe i have a tip uh, that someone can use moving forward so if you go to hrefs and take a look uh, they have a report that shows uh, the growth of links by specific pages and if you do this report in a strategic way in order to identify uh, growing uh, like you know pages that are right now in the middle of like you know growing basically they are most probably pushing those pages but they haven't yet started to get a decent amount of traffic and <laughs> you can try to get a link there okay yeah I, so I, I, that that might be something but one more time this only can be delivered in house and circling back to our conversation about house teams that's a perfect uh, kind of scenario when agency can't help you with this yeah, because I see. It, yeah. it's very laser targeted it's very specific if we do this for clients then we need to charge them i don't know 10 times more and who can afford this yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I'd like to uh, pass a bit on something that you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier on relevancy, because I think that mm -hmm. this is another uh, misconception when it comes to link building. Um, I guess that for back to our example and how hypothesis, let's say that we want to build backlinks uh, for a website that's uh, a video editing software, SaaS. Let's say that you want to start building links for this website. I guess, I suppose, that not every link from every uh, from any website can work here okay because people think that as long as we get them it's it's okay but uh, as far as i know 
it's not okay. You have to get links from relevant websites. Uh, and I, I would like to hear a bit your thoughts on that and how mm -hmm. you uh, try to find relevancy uh, on the websites that could be potential targets uh, for, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to get a, a link back from. Yeah, it's a very interesting topic about link prospecting and uh, looking, like, you know, finding uh, some angles that you can actually go with in terms of, like, you know, suggestion sites because you obviously, uh, like, you know, video editing is a very special thing. Actually, I would say it covers a lot of niches because people in, in various niches might need video editing. Even though it might look as a more like, you know, strictly digital marketing thing, in reality, it's not like that. Let's imagine I am a real estate investor. I might need a video editing too. But I would say here to avoid any miscommunication, misconception with the clients, I would still go with all type of websites, like, you know, like we might like i know if we understand if a client confirms that they'd love to go very broad they don't care actually so i would only go with those that uh, really talking about like you know how to promote real estate business so not about like you know uh website that are selling houses which is might be also relevant because this uh, website might also talking about how to sell a house in the most effective way in the like you know how to make a lovely video and something like that and then a video editing thing comes up but that will uh, make a backlink profile uh, less consistent and might bring a penalty so i would still i would also look uh, as like you know because video editing is a very special thing i think in in that scenario i would also look at how many backlinks they've already built and whether there is a chance to go beyond the current niches so we are not going to like you know to kind of go beyond a proportion of acceptable links that uh, are not strictly related to like you know digital marketing or business in general but I have a very good example. Uh, we, 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 I got a chat with a potential client that is actually, for them, relevancy is a very, very, um, like, you know, they need, like, you know, it doesn't matter whether an agency uh, will do this, they decide to do it in-house, but they need to be very careful because what they do, and they are very, very special project. They are from the healthcare niche, and, um, what they do, uh, basically, you have rare diseases, like, you know, well, for sure, including cancer, for instance, which is a quite rare one. And they connect patients that have those rare diseases and special programs that is sponsored by pharmaceutical companies. So that's kind of grants or something like that. So it's free of charge for a patient because um pharmaceutical company they're testing their product so they develop something new they they've already um gone through testing on i don't know like some animals and right now they're ready to test on people so they went through all those checks and they're looking for a group of like you know patients for this program and it's a, it's it's an online thing so basically you can apply there but 
for them uh, getting links from let's say lifestyle website that i just talking about uh, why you need to sleep well to avoid cancer that's not going to rock that's that that will actually break their the uh, want uh, so for them it's very important to also to build their authority and to showcase to google because that's a very specific niche and it's very sensitive because it's healthcare it's related to kind of to something that that that, that google understand that healthcare is a special thing it's your money your life yeah i think this yeah, is yeah it's your money your life yeah, yeah definitely it's something that's basically related to your life so you need to only to get links from website that are talking about health from a professional perspective I so see. basically for them you can't go like you know you can go with aggregators for instance you go, can go with hospitals you can go with some services cloud solutions and so on but websites that are talking about weight loss no no basically I see. but this for you from the service provider standpoint could also mean i don't know uh that for some verticals for some industries it may be way more difficult to build links and yeah. this may indicate the need for i guess uh, dynamic pricing you know we have different pricing for um let's say industries and verticals that are easier to get backlinks for uh, for our clients and um, we have a different pricing for these industries because we know as a matter of fact it's extremely difficult to get backlinks there uh, good thing never thought about this actually because what we do right now, basically, was uh, with the growth of our um, knowledge and expertise, getting links in niches where we are very, very experienced is kind of uh, very easy for us. So basically, we spend less money and less time on getting links, and we just simply relocating all those resources that we are getting from let's say like easy niches i would say though that uh, we understand how to work with to open new ones so basically we do this at the moment um i would say it might make sense but i um it's kind of making the whole story not fair i would say I understand. You know what I'm talking about. I understand, yeah. Even though we don't really share anything, I mean, like openly on our website, still, this creates uh, a feeling of uh, kind of unfair game, something like that. So I would be very, very careful with pricing because sometimes, even though for you it's very, like, you know, obvious. For some people that are not really involved in your process, it might sound like you're playing uh, with numbers and you're trying to cheat someone. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, we are ready to start wrapping things up. And I have one last question for you. I know that you are working and you're delivering great results, by the way, for uh, several high growth uh, SaaS companies. I'd like to uh, let us know, since we touched on that earlier, what have you seen and what in your experience is, um, let's say, the best uh, tactic for a SaaS company to use in order to acquire relevant and high quality backlinks? Good question. <laughs> um, 
I would say that I would start from those that are honestly not working. So for instance, uh, sending emails um, to some, I don't know, like influencers um, and people that you, you've, ne you've never been in touch with and suggesting your product to give a try. No. Uh, I received some emails like this, like, you know, cold pitches. And this doesn't work because, uh, uh, let me explain this briefly. Uh, because even though uh, I'm more than certain that you've built an amazing product, uh, most probably this product is not unique. So you, you have a plenty of uh, similar products, even though your, your product is the best one. Um, and uh, if you reach out to someone that is in, like, you know, kind of uh, uh, an expert in this industry, um, I assume this person uses some tools. And you say, okay, dude, I have a free actually tool for you, but in order to start using it, and I want actually not only to use it, but also to kind of link back to it, to review it, to send me my, your, whatever it is, it might be different angles. So you need to do some work for me, basically. Even though we don't know each other, I have some work for you. <laughs> Sounds awkward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the reason why this doesn't work. Uh, so you need to, if you want to use this strategy, you need to build relationships. So you need to spend some time uh, in order to understand what kind of things those people are interested, what kind of offer you can do, how you can help them also grow their business and so on and so forth. As for, okay, circling back to strategies uh, for uh, services cloud businesses. Um, well, I have good news. You are not alone. There are plenty of people that are also looking for links. So, uh, for you, the best way will be just joining the right type of communities. So, start from there. So, for instance, you can find, it's called B2B Bloggers Boost Group on Facebook. So, find this group, join. There are plenty of people that are also um, involved into link building, and so, well, you can connect with them. Uh, there are plenty of Slack channels. I don't really recall any particular ones, but if you kind of Google this, you'll find tons of them. So you can join them. But uh, so the thing that if you want to go with, with just, you know, not cold, cold, cold outreach and just, you know, um, using some strategies like broken link building, for instance, or just creating some linkable assets or something like that, that uh, you assume that uh, good enough to, to kind of pitch and ask for to, to link back. Uh, if you want to go with something like, you know, related to those communities, then you need to think over, because most probably those people are not in the position just giving the link, because it's not a lottery uh, free of charge game, something like that. So you're not really like, you know, join, joining a jet, link building jackpot. So they're all also interested in, in, in kind of getting links as well. So that's what you need to kind of figure out. So most probably how you're going to get those links because um, I don't recommend, and that's something I want to stress out, uh, that 
link exchange. That's what uh, I, I highly recommend avoiding. <laughs> um, so don't do that. So most probably you need to think of how you're going to do that, whether that's going to be guest post that you're going to do or something else. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, most probably like, you know, finding a link in kind of link opportunities is way easier than you think. But turning them into something meaningful, that's actually the hardest part, I think. Okay, thank you very much for sharing these uh, insights. We are running out of time. And uh, Alexandra, where people can find more about uh, you and uh, Digital Olympus, uh, here's my call to action for uh, my, my, my uh, listeners. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can always find me on LinkedIn. So just looking for my name or on Twitter. Or you can just, you know, uh, reach out to us if you're interested in the building uh, via our website, digitallimpos.net. Oh, by the way, the last thing that I want to mention, not related to sales pitches at all. Um, if, you, if you'd love to learn more about link building, we run um, the weekly, monthly Twitter chat with uh, different experts, not from digital Olympus. So that's not a sales pitch one more time. Uh, so uh, most probably to, to find those chats to, to read through the past ones, um, you can go to our Twitter, Digital Olympus Twitter. So that might be like, you know, kind of beneficial for you in case you'd love to learn more about link building. Okay, that's great. Alexandra, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you very much. Another episode of the SaaS SEO show has wrapped. We hope this episode has taught you something new too. We'd like you to connect with us so you can keep up with all the new content that we're creating. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you could subscribe to this podcast and over at our YouTube channel where we upload the video version of this and every episode. Until next time.